Hey everybody, welcome back to Entertainment Talk. Today we're here to do another film review. This one's going to be for Captain Marvel, the latest edition in the MCU, before everything uh, changes in Endgame in about a month or so. But I'm your host, Matthew, and joining me today is Robert and David. How are you both doing today? I'm very well, thanks. I'm doing good. Cool. Um, so we're going to do this sort of how we did uh, Avengers Infinity War last year, which is where we broke out into various different parts. Uh, I think part was one was me, and then part two and three was David or, or Robert in, in those individual parts. Uh, so we're back sort of for part two of our Captain Marvel review. Obviously, I did my first part. It's out there on the website if you want to listen to it. Um, but David, I'll go to you first. What did you think of uh, Captain Marvel? I rather enjoyed it. I thought it was it's a fun, interesting addition to the um, whole sort of MCU setup. Um, sets adds a few new things in. You've now got the the uh, scrolls in there. We've seen sort of Cree before, but we've we've got scrolls in there as well now, um, which adds potentially a new element moving forward once they've got this whole Thanos thing out the way. So, uh, uh, yeah, you know, I, I thought that, that was good. Uh, I like um, uh, Brie Larson. I think Brie Larson's quite good. I thought uh, it's always great to see Samuel L. Jackson back in things, and particularly a young Samuel L. Jackson. I think they did quite a good job with the, uh, with the de-aging stuff on there. Um, and, and I'm always happy to see Phil Coulson in anything. So, you know. Yeah, that's good as well. Um, Robert, what did you think? Yeah, I pretty much agree with that. I mean, it was an okay movie. It was definitely a solid B, you know, for the American yeah. rating scale. <laughs> I wouldn't call it, you know, a fantastic movie. It's not on the level of, like, uh, you know, Winter Soldier and Infinity or anything like that. Uh, you know, and there's a few retcon things that we can get into in the spoiler part of it that, you know, I don't know, think we're bad. They were just, you know, they, there's a lot of gaps that they created to not and didn't fill in. Uh, but overall, it was, it was a good movie, uh, and I totally agree. You know, glad to finally see Phil Coulson back in a movie, even if it yeah. is, you know, just as a retro thing. But yeah, totally. Um, see, I already did kind of my uh, spoiler-free and, and spoiler thoughts on on the the film with the first review, but I thought it was very, very good. Um, one of the main things I was kind of going in looking for, and I guess I can pose it as a, as more of a question, um, is like. When when Infinity War first came out, and then like a few weeks or whatever, however long afterwards, they sort of said, okay, next up is, um, well, the next up sort of thing to introduce a new hero was the whole Captain Marvel stuff, because obviously we had, uh, was Ant-Man and the Wasp between this and, and thing? Yes. That was the previous one, yeah. Um, we had Venom, but that doesn't count. Um, and there's all, there was all these kind of articles coming out and sort of saying, okay, you know, Captain Marvel is going to be like the most powerful Avenger and she's going to be like the thing that stops Thanos. Um, I didn't quite see the film explain to me what makes her like so significantly different from the other Avengers. And as I kind of said in my review, it's not to do with, uh, Captain Marvel not being strong enough. It's to do with, okay, look how strong Thanos is. And how the other Avengers, you know, failed to beat him, and what what exactly does make Captain Marvel as a character so much more different and more powerful? And I don't quite feel feel like the film sort of sent me that message. Um, David, what do you kind of think in terms of like her power? And did, did the film kind of show you what that sort of was that made her so much more um, special? I guess. I mean, they they do say that she is supposed to be one of the most powerful characters yeah. in the mcu so 
Um, you you don't because she's still sort of finding a power in this. You don't really see a lot of that. You see it kind of building. It's a bit like um, Ray's story in um, Force Awakens, in that she sort of she kind of finding a power and then you know he's becoming sort of more powerful although arguably slightly more believable in this than it was in like suddenly she became a jedi at the end of it but let's not get into that uh, <laughs> um so yeah i mean it, it's uh I, I, you don't see quite as much of how powerful she potentially could be you see the kind of start yeah. of it film but you don't you don't see like necessarily that she could be this kind of massively powerful thing and it may be that they're saying that saving that for endgame um although yeah we was talking with about captain marvel with um ross this week on uh, geek town radio and yeah. he made the point of saying i really hope it's not one of these things where you know she just turns up and saves the day and that's, that's it. it yeah you know, and, and i i hope they've not got down that gone down that route i i don't think they will do i think it's going to be a team effort because otherwise that would seem slightly ridiculous but we'll we'll have to see um but yes it i mean you don't get a, a sort of full look at her power i don't think in this yeah i suspect she's a lot more powerful than they're, than they're given so far hmm. and i'd like to Instead of her first sort of fight in Endgame being against Thanos and then like suddenly being shown how powerful she is, I would like to somehow see... I just want that a little bit more explained before she fights Thanos and we get the explanation of what specifically makes her so powerful. Um, Yeah. Robert, what do you you think of this uh, kind of side of things? Well, I think it's just something that's going to have to... And it's, I really wish it wouldn't, but it's something that's going to be forced upon us. Mm. Because when you think about the uh, Scarlet Witch character, yeah. in Age of Ultron, she kind of could do the mind thing, but that's really all she could do. And then in Civil War, she'd done some training with the Avengers, you know, gotten a sense of her powers. She was, like, really, really more powerful. And then we kick into Infinity War, which is two years after uh, uh, Civil War breaks out. And she's able to simultaneously destroy an Infinity Stone with one hand while holding off Thanos with the other <laughs> hand. So we got to see that evolution of her power. And then you've got an even longer length of time of her using her powers with you know no limitations, no government oversight, no real mm. you know tragic backstory in the same way that you had a tragic backstory with the Maximovs. Yeah. So you can figure. I mean, I the end. Of, you know, in terms of like etymology and uh, chronologically, I can see the possibility of her being more powerful than any other Avenger. I do hope it's going to be a team effort. It's just not going to be her showing up with a quick smackdown. <laughs> Plus, you got to remember Thanos has retired from the field, so fighting him is kind of a non sequitur. It's yeah. more of trying to find a way to either reverse or repair what he has done. And I got—I don't know this for sure, but I got a sense of that's going to be a lot of what they do, at least about half. I—I I hope. Um, but past that, I mean, you know, time-wise, I could—I could, I could kind of see it, but uh, other than that, it just it really kind of depends on the plot of the movie, which we obviously don't know at this point. Yeah. Mm. Uh, one thing to talk about, which was in this film, but was more in the uh, intro stuff. What do you guys think of the new uh, Stanley tribute intro thingy? 
Loved it. Oh, yeah, love that. I I didn't yeah. even know that was coming, and I yeah, I was really happy with that. I thought it was lovely. Mm-hmm. Really, I, really. I sweet. heard that they like changed it and did something with Stanley before I went in, but I didn't know like specifically what it was. So, um, I also think that, that should like be permanent as well, considering you mm-hmm. know the the man he was and everything. Um, and uh, yeah, it's it was really really nice thing for them to do. And uh, I suppose we could, we can kind of like um, mention his uh, you know cameo in the, in the spoiler free section, but I like the way that I like how kind of sort of subtle it was as well um, with, with the cameo with uh, Captain Marvel and stuff like the way that they did it. And it was I mean cameo is always like very quick and stuff, but um, him just kind of sitting on the train and um, the, the nod to sort of each other I thought was quite nice as well. Um, mm. Does Endgame have his final cameo? Is is that what the is, uh, yeah, I think Endgame is the last movie that he's filmed. Yeah, because I don't know what they're filming right now, or if they're even filming anything. They might have just like you know decided to take a quick break hmm. with that. Uh, yeah, I'm not sure actually. I'm not sure what's next, but um, yeah, I mean there were there was talk of um, I think they had him do a bunch of stuff against green screen at one point, so it may be that we will see more cameos but they won't be as sort of quite as entertaining as as the ones that we've already seen probably uh so he may still pop up in future films but it won't obviously be have been filmed specifically for that so we'll, we'll have to see mm-hmm. and i mean even if they like haven't got stuff left to put in for him i think the intro does a nice kind of job of like slotting him, him in as well um but if you if you couldn't get the future cameo stuff uh, that's a nice kind of secondary sort of thing to it, because yeah. at least then, like, I mean, that's because that's all of his cameo characters, isn't it? That that they uh, showed in yeah. the intro. So that's kind of a reminder yeah. of like, hey, even though like we we can't do more cameos, this is the ones that he he's done, and it's it's in the intro. So I think that's that's quite nice as well. Um, have either of you got any more spoiler-free thoughts? Uh, uh, no, not really. Yeah, we've got um, no. Uh, just in terms of the the movies, they haven't actually. They're supposed to be two coming next year, but they haven't announced what they are yet. Mm. I, well, I guess I... the reason for that will be because of the fact that they don't want to really reveal who's been killed off in Endgame. So, yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, it's already been announced, so this isn't a spoiler territory. But they've already announced that um, uh, Chris Hemsworth is not going to be reprising his role as Thor. Now, whether or not he's killed off is relevant because they could just not make another Thor movie and not have him in it. Yeah. Uh, both Chris Evans and Robert Downey Jr. have strongly, not completely 100% said, but nobody's really expecting them in any more movies. And they've also talked about, you know, moving off into space, into the mystic, so they could just do more movies, but not necessarily revolving around like Avengers and those characters. I'm on a, a fandom wiki page, and they've only got like confirmed movies on there so we got avengers endgame in may uh dark phoenix in june uh, spider-man far from home in july and apparently they're still going to try to push out the new mutants which is like two or three years delayed i forgot about that yeah 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 Yeah. and they've got uh like 14 like untitled you know movies uh the only thing that's confirmed without a poster is a morbius movie that they're apparently doing next year and they've still got hopes for the Gambit movie to ever get off the the end, uh, you know, off the shelf. Well, I, I think I think all the mutant stuff is very much up in the air at this point, given that everything's going to be moving from Fox over to yeah 
Disney. So I I think the the X stuff. I think anything mutant related is is definitely up in the air. Um, there's supposed to be a Black Widow movie coming, apparently. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, there's an untitled, you know, rumored Black Widow movie, which I would like to see. I would like to see a lot more yeah. of her backstory I, in that. I'm rather sure Scarlett Johansson would quite like to see one of those. I, I think she would like the paycheck. That's for sure. Well, I, yes. Yeah, so, so, same couple of times before, if I was Scarlett Johansson, I'd be pissed at this point. Just at the fact that, you know, 10 years she's been plugging away at this franchise and then this Brie Larson chick wanders in and takes the first, like, female-led uh, film. Yeah, although somebody did point out a really interesting thing. Um, have you seen the uh, Umbrella Academy yet? Yes. The day that all those uh, mutants were born is the same day that Brie Larson was actually born on. Uh, yes, I I saw a tweet tweet about that earlier. It's very funny. Yeah, very good. Cool. I don't know if that was intentional or or not because I don't know if that date was actually from the comics because I've not read the comics. Hmm. Um, I have. I'd have a, to go and check. That is a if that is that is a weird ass coincidence. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I reviewed uh, Umbrella Academy, by the way, on the site for the uh, first season, so that was good as well. Yes. Um, I've heard that the, uh, I can't remember what date they gave, but at the end, at some point in the end of this month, the Fox stuff gets sort of sealed, or like completed in some way. I can't remember the date yeah, they gave, but... They've been waiting to, there's been an issue with Brazil, apparently, with because obviously this is a big international thing, there's been an issue trying to sort things out in Brazil, but they've apparently closed that now, so... Um, that was the final hurdle to getting everything actually sealed and finalized. So uh, it, it is happening, definitely, by yeah. the looks of things. Uh, so, I mean, we've been talking about it for long enough, but it is it is definitely going through. So Well, that and the movies are making enough money that, you know, they've got a few billion that they can spend. <laughs> yeah, that as well. Yeah, I'm sure Disney has. So, uh, cool. That's all the spoiler-free stuff we've got. What we're going to do now is what we usually do. Uh, take a break, do some housekeeping, let you know what else we've been doing, and then we will jump into spoilers. So this is your first warning. I will give a second warning once I finish the uh, housekeeping stuff, and we'll see you for that in a minute. Today's sponsor is Kirsty Legister's Juice Plus. If you would like to get help with trying to lose weight, this might just be the solution that you're looking for. With a range of products that include shakes, boosters, capsules, and more, get started today. All you need to do is click on the Kirsty Legister's Juice Plus link in your show notes or description on iTunes or on the website. Go over to her Facebook profile. Send her a Facebook message and get started with the program today. Today's second sponsor is Kualu. If you'd like to get started with a domain name and a website today, just click on the link in the show notes and that will take you over to Kualu to get started. They also have a live support chat system that you can use, which is in the bottom right-hand corner. So get started with a new website and domain name today with Kualu. Hey everybody, if you would like to get the ad-free versions of all of our podcasts and support entertainment talk along the way, all you need to do is head over to patreon.com forward slash entertainment talk, sign up either as a creator or as a Patreon, there's no difference there. That's just the option for either becoming a creator now or just staying as a patron for the moment. And then all you need to do is support us at the $1 level tier. That will get you access to all of the ad-free podcasts that we've done in the, in the past. And get you access to all the ad-free podcasts in that month as well. 
So it's a great way to support us on Entertainment Talk and to get rid of the ads and get your ad-free podcast. As always, thank you very much for listening. Back to the show. Okay, so recently on Entertainment Talk, uh, yes, the Umbrella Academy review is out there. It was out a couple of weeks ago, but thank you, Robert, for the, the reminder of that. Um, yes, another good superhero thing for you guys to, to check out as well. Uh, speaking of superheroes, The Flash and Arrow have recently returned for the second half of their fifth and seventh seasons, so podcasts are out there for that. Uh, Ricky Gervais came up with a brilliant new uh, TV show, it's called Afterlife, it's on Netflix, came out on the 8th, 6th, very short, uh, short and sweet episodes, um, work of art, really really enjoyed it, and uh, I'd be very surprised if it wasn't in the top 5 uh, at, at, at the end of the year, or my top 5 at the end of the year, uh, so go and check that out as well, and if you haven't started the season yet, I've got a uh, spoiler free review for the first two episodes, so if you want to, if you haven't started the season yet, check out the first two episodes, check out that podcast if you want to, and then uh, check out the full season one review when you finish the first season. Uh, Star Trek Discovery is still continuing for its second season, so I'm still continuing to cover that. has been renewed recently for a third season, so that's interesting as well. Uh, what else is there? Um, Resident Evil 2. I did a little let's play for one of these survivor mode things, which is where you play as this like soldier guy, and you get given either a lot of ammo or not much at all, depending on what difficulty you pick. There's a difficulty mode, and then there's a training mode. Uh, as well um, and I tried to do that while trying to escape from Mr. X and Liquors and all sorts of other stuff so that was quite fun to do as well. Uh, the Walking Dead is still continuing for its ninth season or second half of its ninth season. Uh, me and David did cover that today. The podcast isn't out as we're recording this because we just finished recording it but you should hear this at the same time roughly as that as well. So that's out there. Uh, what was the other thing I did? Um, yeah, I did my first part of Captain Marvel review. You can check that out if you want more individual thoughts from the, uh, me, I suppose. Uh, gaming talk last week, we talked about Anthem, uh, Death Stranding, Dead or Alive 6's Ridiculous uh, Season Pass, and uh, Fallout 76. And this week, we're going to be talking about some other stuff as well. And you can check the podcast out when we do that today as well. And that's roughly what we got going on at the moment on entertainmenttalk.org or on the podcast platform of your choice. Uh, so this is your second spoiler warning. You can either, if you're listening on a podcast service, pause the podcast, uh, check out some of the other ones that we've done, search for Entertainment Talk or li- look in your podcast feed, whatever you've got available to you. Uh, or if you're listening on the website, just click on the homepage and then check out some of our other content as well. Uh, I already gave a spoiler warning and this is the second spoiler warning. So we're going to jump into the spoilers now. So leave if you haven't seen this film. Um, so David, I'll go to you first. What kind of uh, initial spoiler thoughts do you have for Captain Marvel? Uh, yeah, I mean, I, the the introduction of the uh, Tesseract was was one that I didn't expect. There was a few other characters popping up which I didn't realise was in were in the film because I um, had sort of tried to avoid as much stuff as possible beforehand. So, uh, which isn't easy given my job, but <laughs> but there you go. <laughs> no. um, so uh, having Lee Pace in there as Ronan the Accuser, I mean, makes mm. entire sense for him being in there. But uh, I, I wasn't really expecting him to sort of just pop out of nowhere. So I thought that was quite good. Um, I thought the uh, the work that they did with uh, Samuel L. Jackson, I thought was was really nice as well. I'm trying to think of sort of what was sort of spoilery in there that uh, I actually. So, um, what about the cat? <laughs> yes, yeah, the, I thought the cat was great. Um, I, I mean, I'm a, I'm a huge fan of cats, obviously. Uh, I have two of them, so right. um, 
yeah you know i th- i and i thought that was kind of that was really fun the uh the sort of fact that the um the scrolls would kind of get that whatever they called it away from me and and you know it's just a cat and then it suddenly turns into this kind of tentacle beast which i thought was great uh that was really funny yeah, it um, just picks up those was it like three four people and just just swallows them and then that's it so yeah i thought really that lovely. was uh that got a good reaction out of the the audience as well um yeah. and of course the whole swallowing the, the tesseract thing yeah. um it was interesting to see how you talked about that this week on geek town as as to like it's an interesting thing to kind of stay for but if you don't feel like you sort of want to you you don't necessarily have to the whole throwing up yeah the, yeah uh, we were talking about the the uh mid and end credit sequences and so i'd sort of we'd sort of said stay for the mid one definitely mm-hmm. um because that is worth seeing the end credit sequence it's fine but if you've got to rush off somewhere, don't worry about it. I mean, the, it's yeah, the the post credit one is is perfectly okay and it's entertaining and it's fun, but it's not necessarily if you've got to got to go and catch a bus or something. Just just don't worry about it too much. Look it up online. I'm sure you'll find it at some point later. Mm-hmm. Uh, Robert, how about you? Any spoiler thoughts? Yeah, I definitely along with uh, Lee Pace showing up as Korath. Uh, I'm gonna butcher his name, so I hope I apologize. In the that's in why advance. I wanted to say Jamon <laughs> Hansu, who plays uh, Korath, yeah, who who later is teamed up with uh, uh, Ronan in uh, the first Guardians movie. You know, him popping up was a cool little spoiler. Yeah. I also forgot that he did the voice of Black Panther in one of the uh, animated series. Oh. Uh, <laughs> What the uh, the one that's happening at the moment? They got one. Uh, no, this is like back from 2010. There was a ah. Black Panther mini TV miniseries, um, and he did the voice for that. Mm-hmm. So this like... is like one of those kind of one-off uh, um, cartoons that they did back in a while back. Cool. Apparently, he plays the wizard in Shazam as well. He plays uh... Shazam the wizard in the Shazam film. I'm looking that up right now. According to this, yeah, he plays. Uh, nope, that's something else. And he was, yeah. and he was in Aquaman. So he's. He was, yeah, he was the voice of King Riku in Aquaman. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But, but I he, don't he, see Shazam on here. Uh, it's. I mean, this is. I am. I'm not looking at the IMDb. It, oh, it just it just says the wizard, but I don't know what part that exactly plays. Yeah. But. Yeah. So if he's if he's playing the wizard, it's the wizard Shazam in in the film. Oh. So. He's the person. He's the person that gives um, Shazam his powers, basically, or give Captain yep. whatever. He, yeah. Also played uh, Midnight in the uh, uh, Keanu Reeves Constantine movie. So. Yeah. Okay. Oh, he's he playing Bosley in the new King Ch- King Charlie's Angels film as well. Uh, <laughs> cool. Yeah. Um. So I guess we should talk about the mid-credit scene because it was kind of a massive uh, thing. Um, David, what did what did you think of that? The whole um, uh, Captain Marvel showing up and well, her? we we kind of knew she was going to show up. Right. Um, it was interesting that they they showed it. You know, him meeting you, know, uh, Ramanoff and Steve Rogers and Banner, and you know, they showed a um, appearing there. But uh, you know, we knew she was going to be in the film anyway. So I I, I mean, it wasn't. A, particularly huge spoiler i don't think in terms of her just kind of showing up i thought it was kind of interesting how they did it with the fact that they they had no idea what this uh pager thing was and they'd mm-hmm. just been kind of trying to keep the signal going i thought that was that was quite nice um 
Somebody, so, there was an article I spotted earlier. I can't find it now, but there was an article I spotted earlier of like five times you think Phil Coulson might have just mentioned he's met he's met these aliens like previously, you know. Um, well, technically, and, he never did meet him. He was left at the the crash site at the blockbuster. And well, he was never in the scene past that outside of uh, the bunker. So he might have never actually seen the aliens. Yeah, maybe. But uh, you kind of think that he might have mentioned at some point something about Captain Marvel, you know, because presumably he knew about Captain Marvel. You'd think, given that he was director of S.H.I.E.L.D. later on. I mean, he might have found out about it uh, after the fact, but, you know, he was the quote unquote, the new guy. Yeah, yeah. So we don't know how how much access he actually got. Yeah, maybe, maybe. Yes, I thought it was funny anyway. But yeah, it's. Uh, I, I mean, it's, it is great to see him back in, um, you know, back on the big screen. Even because mm-hmm. I love Clark Gregg, he's fabulous. But uh, that, I mean, again, I thought that they did some de aging on him, but he's not like he needs that much. I don't think just the just the head wig, you know. Yes, just the head wig. Whereas, whereas you kind of needed to do a little bit more on the Samuel L. Jackson stuff. But I mean, they they did a great job with the having remembering Samuel L. Jackson from that sort of era in film. I think they well, did. they've got film of him in that era. Yeah, he was actually in a film with Tommy Davidson where he had a really bit part, and right. it was hilarious. Yeah. So yeah, they did a good job with that. Now I thought. Yeah, I like the scene um, with Coulson, uh, Nick Fury, <coughs> and the cat, and uh, Coulson talking about like we don't know where the Tesseract went, and um, what's it? Nick Fury's like, yeah, I'm sure it'll turn up somewhere, and then the, the <laughs> cat gives yeah. you that typical animal look of like, hey, I don't know, <laughs> kind of thing. Yes. Which, uh, if if ever you if uh, anybody listening has like pets and stuff like that, when you look at them for things like that, you'll know what I'm sort of talking about. Um, but yeah, I thought that was a nice kind of like funny thing to add. And then you of course get the, uh, like the eyes selection. Um, and obviously he just goes with it with a patch in the end. I thought the, the, um, like whole reason for him, I guess, losing the eye, or whatever was, you know, like the scratch from the, from the cat. Was, <laughs> yeah, that's quite funny. I mean, it didn't need to be anything particularly massive. Like I didn't need his like eye to get shot out or, or something crazy like that. But it was an interesting thing for them to kind of go with. Cause it's something like that you know because we've gone so far past where we first saw uh nick fury like i mean like with the amount of times that we've seen him and stuff it's not one of the mcu's like biggest mysteries but it's an interesting thing for them to sort of give a small answer to so um i thought that was nice to sort of do that as well because uh like i mean after endgame and stuff like how much more are we gonna visit the past and that sort of stuff and this was their opportunity to sort of um give that answer as well i mean it's a small little thing but it was nice for them to to kind of do that as well so i yeah. thought that was pretty good um yeah a- any other spoiler thoughts guys um the, the i mean the casting of jude law and not the jude I, I have no problem with jude law as an actor i i think he's a perfectly fine actor the only issue with casting him in that part is immediately my first thought was well he's going to turn out to be the bad guy because mm he just comes across as as being the character that 
I don't know whether it was the way he was playing in it or just the fact that it was Jude Law. You kind of thought, well, he's not going to turn out to be very nice. So you kind of knew, or I, I kind of suspected right at the very beginning, the moment I saw him and the setup, what the setup was, he's going to be the one that ends up turning on them. So I, I that that I you sort of I don't know whether it was him or whether it was whether you could put somebody else in that role that might not have come across quite as suspicious. Possibly, I don't know. But um, yeah, I did, there was something about the way he played it. The moment I saw him on screen, I thought, "Well, he's going to be the bad guy." So, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, I wasn't overly shocked about that, but not because of the casting of Jude Law, just because in the the first Guardians movie, we already had the Kree being established as not the nicest people in the galaxy. Yeah, yeah. And then you know she's part of the Kree Star Force, and Korath is on there, and they immediately you know have a little chat with uh, Ronan so the fact that all of them you know wound up turning on her is not the biggest shock in the world yeah I, I did think it was kind of interesting firstly that the scrolls seems to come from East London which <laughs> was kind of interesting uh, and uh, certainly judging by the accents anyway and uh, they the way that they set them up as them actually being kind of rather nicer than you maybe suspected they would be. I, I quite quite like what they did with that. I thought that was quite good. I'm 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 interested to see what they do with that moving forward. Whether we are going to end up going into sort of the um, secret invasion stuff on the. Nah, they're not going to go into secret invasion. You reckon? I I would be very shocked if they went into secret invasion. So um. Yeah, I mean, I, or at least it will be interesting to see whether they they play around with scrolls a bit more moving forward. Um, even if they don't go full secret invasion, whether they whether they play around with that a little bit more, and uh, you end up having some characters turning out to be scrolls when uh, you you know you've seen them before as something else possibly. So I don't know. Mm-hmm. I do wonder if they're going to play with that a bit. Yeah, I'd be interested to see a bit more of that. So we'll see what happens. Um, any should we do any predictions for Endgame? Because this is the last like thing before before that. So, um, do either of you have any like death predictions at all? Or, uh, I mean, it's difficult to predict like how they'll bring people back unless you've read the comics. I assume some of you you guys know that sort of thing. Um, but David, any, any characters you think might die or who's? Uh, uh, I think we're all. The, the fact that I think everybody's assuming that Tony Stark will die makes me wonder whether they'll they'll flip that somehow and have him disappear off into the sunset rather than actually be killed. And yeah. they'll do something else with him so they can maybe rope Robert Downey in just to do odd little bits and pieces here and there without like having him a full member of, of, of the Avengers. Um, so, I don't know. Uh... It's it's difficult to say. I would hope they keep some of the old team around, and they don't just kill off all the you know kill off Steve Rogers, kill off like you know. I I would hope they don't like just nail everybody that are on expensive contracts. You know, <laughs> they 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 sort of manage to keep a few of the older people around. Um, I do wonder how much they maybe could use Scarlet Witch in this because the whole thing is about reality reality altering stuff and in the comic book scarlet witch is a lot more powerful than we've seen her on screen mm-hmm. i mean doesn't doesn't she you, I, I don't know robert do you know how much 
of the Marvel comic book stuff do you know? I I I, I know she, she uh, I know she altered in one run of the comics she altered reality so that her and Vision could have kids. Yeah, she and I mean she completely doesn't she destroy the mutants home world uh, the, the mutants like home continent thing at yeah. some as well. Genosha. So, yeah, Genosha. She's responsible for for the destruction of Genosha as well. So she's she's awesomely powerful as well. And given that it's all to do with reality changing stuff, I do wonder if they're going to amp up her powers in some way for Endgame, possibly. Yeah, and she's also obviously very motivated because of the fact that they've killed off Vision. I suspect mm-hmm. they may bring Vision back somehow. Well, I mean, if you combine her inherent power that she showed in uh, Infinity Wars and then add that to even just one stone, like she gets her hands on the reality stone, that enough could probably, yeah, yeah. you know, reshape everything. Yeah. So I do wonder if it's her that they're going to end up using to sort of try and pull everything back together. Mm-hmm. Yeah, my guess for the, I guess if we're talking like the big three, Cap, Iron Man and Thor, um, I think Thor will be fine. I think he'll stick around for a bit. Um, I think Iron Man, like you said, David, might go, just like go off with Pepper for a bit. And, um, you know, because they, they promoted Spider-Man and all that, and they've still got some of the other Avengers. Um, I think Cap out of the three of them is, is most likely to die. Um, just because, I mean, they changed him like slightly and stuff like that, but with like Thor Ragnarok and everything, you gave Thor a lot more like new life and I think it would be I know it's a bit strange to say too soon to kill him because he's he's been around since almost the start of this uh or he's like one of one of the first Avengers and that sort of thing but um with them like recently changing him and, and doing that kind of stuff I think Thor will stick around for a bit I think um Tony could end up like you said being a little bit like a, a Nick Fury in, in some ways just like popping up now and again when they when they really need him for for certain things because um, that's kind of how they've been using Nick Fury in, in some of these. Like, he's just popped up now and again when, when the story has sort of really needed it to happen. But I think if they're going to have, like, one big sort of character sacrifice, it naturally, to me, would land on uh, Cap for that reason. Um, with the others, I mean, like, Hawkeye's supposed to go through some kind of big change or, or whatever. Um, he's supposed to be, like, a, a bit different in, in some way. So I think, like, him sticking around for a bit. Uh, Black Widow, obviously, they got the... Uh, the film coming out but if she dies and that's an origin story they could kind of get away with that but i don't think black widow's gonna die um hulk i still think they have a bit more story <coughs> to tell um just with the sort of the changes that hulk was going through and, and everything um and then i think because we had the four that died uh, pre-snap i guess you could say i think at least like two of them might stay dead i'm not sure exactly who they would be necessarily maybe if you, I could think you can maybe get away with killing Loki and then doing the the Disney series because obviously he's got that coming up. Um, Scarlet Witch I think will will stick around. Um, I think they'll find some way to bring back Vision and like you guys kind of just hinted at that will probably have something to do with uh, Scarlet Witch. Um, in terms of the people that were dusted, I think they're gonna like maybe one one or two of those, but obviously it's not gonna be Spider Man or Black Panther plus because we know Spider Man survives because of uh. Far from home. Um, Black Panther isn't going to go anywhere, obviously. Um, but some of the other, like maybe one of the, one or two of the Guardians could like die or something. Maybe like Drax might might stay dead. Um, <laughs> yeah, given his argument with the uh, with the producers of Guardians Three, yeah. yes, I think that's quite likely. Yeah, um, which is such a shame. But yes, I, I think they said something before about doing a Doctor Strange too, and Doctor Strange is one of the sort of slightly 
I, I think Doctor, Doctor Strange, yeah, Doctor Strange will be back. I'm yeah, I think he'll be fine. Um, and yeah, that's that's most of the the characters. Obviously, the Wakanda people will mostly be fine. Um, Denai's character wasn't dusted, was she? I don't remember her being no dusted. So no. she'll obviously stick around, and she's leaving The Walking Dead anyway. Um, yeah, that's all my kind of character predictions and stuff. Um, do you guys have anything else you'd like to add in terms of the whole MCU talk and all that sort of thing? Yeah, um, going on the de- going back to the deaths, I mm-hmm. agree with you, Matt, that it's most likely going to be Cap just because they've done comic runs to where he's been killed and then yeah. both uh, um, Winter Soldier and Falcon take over the mantle of yeah, Captain America. Yeah, you kind of set up as well. And so, so you could you yeah. could easily see uh, Anthony Mack or Sebastian Stan taking that role very, very easily. Mm. I, think um, that's, I think that's more likely to be Bucky. Um, yeah. But, uh, yeah, I, I, yeah, I, I suspect so. Yeah. And then with uh, Thor, since those people were, were scattered right at the beginning of Infinity War, I could just see him like going off into the sunset, but just like you know trying to track down his people and all that other stuff. Yeah, yeah, that could that could work. Yeah, um, that that would make sense for me. And and I think you're right. I I don't think they're likely to kill off Hulk because. Um, I mean, I know he's been around since the start, but I, I think he's just an entertaining character. Plus, it's quite difficult to kill a hawk, I imagine. <laughs> so so I, I think he's he's probably likely to uh, to stick around. They seem to be doing something with him in you know, the fact that they wouldn't let Hulk appear much last time um, in the, you know, in Infinity War. I think you are going to see him in Endgame, and I, I would think maybe that sets him on a slightly different path. I'd love to see... Um, I, you know, either a solo Hulk movie or a Hulk and um, Black Widow movie, something like that. You know, him teaming him up with somebody else, which is sort of what Thor Ragnarok was. I, I quite like to see that. Yeah, I think there's more story there with with those two. So yeah, um, so yeah, maybe I'll go back a little bit on my Black Widow death predictions, death prediction thing. But uh, um, yeah, I think those two will will stick around. So um, and Hawkeye, because I don't quite well we haven't really seen his character since he's supposed to go through this change or whatever there's probably more story for them to to tell with him and stuff so um and yeah because like the newer the newer sort of characters that we've had um i mean dr strange is kind of newish we got um scarlet witch and vision they're kind of new characters obviously black panther's just come in and uh spider-man and stuff um, I mean, Spider-Man's not new, but he's kind of just recently joined all the MCU and that kind of stuff. So yeah. I think they'll be pointed out more towards the future. And certainly in terms of, you know, money, Spider-Man and Black Panther are going to be sort of the big two. So, um, yeah, that's roughly where I think things will end up. And then obviously we'll, at some point in the future, we don't know exactly when, obviously, but we'll get the Fantastic Four and X-Men. But we'll have to wait for those to reboot, I suppose. So, um, yeah. yeah, I mean, there, there's going to be another Wolverine. At some point, so yes. that that wouldn't surprise me if the next Avengers movie has a Wolverine in it. Um, mm-hmm. It'd be interesting to see who they cast as Wolverine, but they, I mean, there is no way they're not going to do Wolverine. So, yeah, and they'll probably have to recast all the X Men and finish off this. Well, they will. Yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, yeah. the 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 X Men as as they are in both the older and younger forms are going to be be gone. They're going to completely recast everybody. I'm almost positive on that. Mm-hmm. And Dark Phoenix will probably be the last of of those, which make, yeah. does make me wonder, like, what is the this new mutants thing gonna like? What's 
Well, they fil- they filmed it already. They've they filmed it and shot it. As Robert said, it was like it's what been delayed a couple of years, mm. at so, least two years. Because I remember seeing it as a trailer. Yeah, yeah. In the movie theaters, at least three or four years ago. So, I mean, my guess is they'll put it out. It won't really go anywhere. It won't really connect to anything. And but they've done it, so there's no point in leaving it sat on a shelf. They may as well put it out. It's a sort of last hurrah for Fox to get ring money out of that franchise before it goes somewhere else, I guess. Mm. Well, not a good hurrah, but yeah. Uh, no, no. Lost, uh, no, lost but neither Dark, Phoenix, Dark Phoenix isn't a particularly good end for, for the X-Men either, but, you know, uh, it's for, from all the reports. But we'll see. We'll see what happens. Well, in the, this isn't... This is a semi-spoiler, but in the latest trailer for Dark Phoenix, and they did confirm this, they did kill off uh, Jennifer Lawrence's character of uh, Mystique in the uh, in the trailer. Right. So obviously, it's going to be like the last hurrah for this, you know, timeline of mutants. You know, McAvoy or Stewart. I can't keep the timeline straight as the joke goes. <laughs> yes. Um, but past that. Um, yeah, they could just they could always do a full new reboot. I mean, hell, they reboot rebooted uh, Fantastic Four after two movies. Yeah, and the yeah. reboot was god awful. <laughs> it was interesting that reboot because I I didn't find it as awful as a lot of people did. I think probably because my expectations have been lowered so much before I actually went in and saw it that it actually kind of was okay it wasn't great but it was all right um i yeah i've i've seen worse films but it was yeah, watchable I, it was watchable I did, uh, I did make the joke that with uh, chris evans being in the first reboot of the fantastic four the first run of the fantastic four well second technically but and then michael b jordan being in the reboot of the fantastic four that the MCU became kind of a rescue shelter for shitty Fantastic Four <laughs> yeah, movies. Yeah, yeah, that's that's true. You never know; we might end up with uh, some of the um, like Fantastic Four cast moving across. Wouldn't surprise yeah. me. Wouldn't surprise me in the slightest. Well, uh, Kate Mara, who was in the uh, the the latest, uh, yeah, yeah. Um, she was actually in Iron Man too. So <laughs> there you go. Yeah, she had she had that bit role where she was the uh, federal marshal that handed the. Um, subpoena to appear before Congress to Tony Stark. Ah, uh, there you go. There you go. So, yes. But uh, speaking of like technically the reboot, um, did you ever see that the the um, Fantastic Four that they shot in the nineties and they get completely shelved? Yeah, oh yeah, was it, that was a, a sort of wasn't that like rushed to being shot purely because they were about to lose the license if they didn't have something on film wasn't yeah that? and then it never got released you can occasionally find bootleg copies of it like it's yeah Spot meets and if you know where to look online and like the 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 pirate sites yeah um, and it, it, it occasionally little clips of it show up on youtube and stuff and yeah usually when it's down. like a compilations of this or that or the other yeah yeah, it's awful. I mean, it is awful, but it was never designed to be any good. It was literally made for for like no money, so they could uh, keep the li- keep hold of the license for it. That was essentially it. Mm-hmm. Cool. Uh, so I think we should wrap things up. We've done our Captain Marvel review, a bit of MCU talk, a bit of a, uh, Endgame predictions and stuff. So uh, yeah, we're just over or just under um no there's more than a month to go until uh endgame comes out it said april 25th in the trailer for the uk and then i think the 26th uh for the us um so actually i think it's may 5th i think they moved it unless they moved it and i just haven't paid attention to it 
No, it's uh, it said in the uh, trailer in um, when I saw uh, Captain Marvel that it was the the twenty fifth, so it should be in there. Yeah, they, it was originally going to be uh, the weekend of May fifth, so they must have moved it back a week. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. It's saying the twenty fourth in some places as well, so it'll be around then. <laughs> yep. Uh, and I assume we shall be back for that as well. Uh, so yes, thank you everybody for listening. You can find all the content that we got on entertainmenttalk.org. Uh, and like David has mentioned a few times, you can check out his uh, news and all that kind of stuff on geektown.co.uk, Geektown Radio for all of your latest uh, edit information for TV uh, news and film news and casting news and all that kind of stuff. Uh, Geektown Radio, geektown.co.uk uh, on podcast services and all that kind of stuff. If you'd like to support Entertainment Talk and support the podcast and everything that we do, Patreon.com forward slash entertainment talk. That's where you can go and redeem rewards for reviews of your choice. Amazon affiliate link. That's where you can shop on Amazon. We'll get a small cut of what you spend, but it won't cost you anything extra. iTunes feeds. Uh, please rate, review, subscribe to the feeds that we have. And please rate, review, and subscribe to uh, David's Geek Town as well. That will get more people listening to both of the sides of the things. Um, word of mouth, please tell your friends, family, people that you know. If you see people talking about Captain Marvel or any of the films that we've covered, the TV that we've covered, the video games that we've covered, tell people that you know, tell people on social media. I'm sure there's a lot of people talking about different things that we've covered, so talk to those people as well. Retweet them on Twitter, post them, uh, share them on Facebook, put them in different Facebook groups if you're allowed to as well, so that all helps us out as well. Uh, and you can watch either of the three of us play video games. Um, me and David have got Twitch streaming channels and Robert's got one on Mixer. Uh, Thank you all very much for listening and we will see you next time. Goodbye. Bye.